Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Johnny Agresta and I are sitting down again talking all about how to charge multiple four and five figures for your services. So whether you're listening on the Eat, Pray, Slave podcast or the Just Keep Thriving podcast, Um, We are so pumped for you to be here for this last um, episode. And this one particularly, if you haven't already, we're just going to give a a brief recap. We talked about in the first episode, we talked all about the energy and what that really looks like in within business and within scaling and within, you know, client attraction and sales and all of those things. And then in the second episode, we actually talked about your mindset. So there are two different things. Your energy is actually kind of what's uh, people are picking up on what they're feeling and your mindset is actually how you are operating. So this is your beliefs. The, I mean, even if you believe like I need to work more hours in order to make more money that sits in your energetic field. So that's a mindset. That's something that you know to be true for yourself and that's emanating and then tr- attracting specific clients. So really at this point, we are moving on to the, the last pillar that we have found over our 20 years uh, combined entrepreneurial experience that has that is essential in order to grow your business and things like that. And that is strategy. And I feel like this word gets talked about a lot because everybody's like, I've got the best strategy. This is, we were literally just talking about this before we hit record, like the post that made me $10,000 in sales. And Johnny and I were literally just talking about like, it's not that fucking post. There is no specific one way to do something that is going to make you sales. And so we really want to talk about what we have found to actually be the strategy behind what propels your business forward and what actually makes you know that you can charge these four and five figures for your services and people are always going to pay you. So the strategy is more the tactical, the mindset is how you operate, and the energy is actually what other people are picking up on. Um, and so or, we're so grateful to have you here. Um, and if you haven't familiarized yourself with us at all, um, we'll just do probably a, a really quick intro. So again, please go go back and listen to the first two episodes. Um, Johnny, do you, do you want to just give a brief little snippet um, about you, about your business, about your Thrive Coaching, all that jazz? Yes. The word snippet is my favorite thing ever. I don't even know. Is it like an actual word? Yeah. It's like a little piece. Yeah. It sounds more like it's like a British term to me, like a snippet. I always do it with like or a, a British accent. Or a that crumpet. Did, did, a have crumpet. you seen that meme? Like do, when you pull up a website in um, like England, does it say uh, we're using crumpets instead of cookies? <laughs> and it really made me laugh. Anyways. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my goodness. Cool. Well, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Johnny Marie Agresta. I turn myself a thrive coach. I help people thrive in their business, life, and health. I'm also a registered dietitian. 
And like Shalane said, we have combined 20 plus years of experience in entrepreneurship. I started a long time ago helping other people build businesses. Um, it wasn't initially my plan of action, um, but I so graciously worked for somebody that just didn't, it was a startup and she didn't really want to actually do anything in her business. So I was the one in charge of her marketing, in charge of her sales, in charge of her hiring, in charge of her program development. And just kind of got thrown into everything. And so it's been a long journey, um, about 12 years since I have ever just done anything in terms of building a business. And so over the years, I know what works. I know what doesn't. And like Shalene said, it's not one specific thing. There are certain concepts that we do need to apply in order to sell in general and sell high ticket programs and just create a business and cultivate an impact. But there's no like one specific thing that you must do in order to be successful. And um, anything can work as long as you can get your energy behind it, as long as it feels true for you. And as long as you're constantly reassessing and doing things and learn doing things that specific. <laughs> as long as you're doing things, something. But sometimes that is. Sometimes yeah. it is just doing something because I feel like more people say stay in that indecision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they don't create any momentum behind their, their yes. you know, thoughts um, and ideas. Yes. I have a client right now who started, this is like the hardest thing in the beginning of your business or um, when you're trying to like get something to work where it's like um, you launch a new program and stuff like that. And it's just like, I'm kind of feeling off with this. And it's like, well, have you done the work to actually gain clarity on the work? Have you done the work to actually sit with it? Have you done the work to actually visualize what it would be like if you launched this product, if you launched this coaching program this way, or you chose this niche over a different niche, right? And it's just like the only way that you can get clarity is by continuously moving forward. And sometimes that moving forward feels like you're walking through or trying to run through sticky mud like Big Bird in a Big Bird costume. And I don't know where I came up with this type <laughs> of a, uh, that analogy, but it literally feels like that. And no matter how much money I've made, there have been points, there have been days, there have been points in my days, weeks that I feel like big bird going through, trying to run through mud. And, um, that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. That doesn't mean that there's something wrong with the strategy. It just means that you have to continue going and keep on going and keep on going. And that that's the answer to success, right? And in the meantime, we've picked up some strategies that we're going to share with you here today um, to help you guys kind of skyrocket and charge multiple four or five figures for your program or just get to the next level, whatever that feels like for you. Um, and side note, this this um, podcast is brought to you by our free masterclass that we are hosting this Thursday on April 15th at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And it is going to be all about going into detail about the mindset, strategy, and energy behind how we charge multiple four and five figures for our programs, how we get our clients to. And so if this is something that you want, you want to charge more money for your services, um, just DM us, Shalane Carter on, on Instagram or Johnny underscore Agresta. Um, and yeah, we'll put everything down below and just make sure to do that. Give us your email and we will put you on the list. Yeah. So thank you. Like, I love honestly, like, I feel like every time I hear like a, a little snippet of, there's that word again, um, of Johnny's story, because we've, we've known each other now for a couple of years. There's always something new that um, I kind of learn and, and stuff like that. So, and again, when she talks about like, it's not just the one thing, think about all of the things. If I'm still learning something new and I have heard her talk about her story 
several times, there is always going to be something to be said about just keep going. Um, my fiance and I actually just got back from a walk. We both work at home a lot. So we'll often take like walks to just talk through some things. And so we were talking through some, some stuff and taking the dog for a walk. And we were talking specifically about my business and, and kind of just some recent investments that I've made and, and things like that. And, and our finances and buying a home and all these things. And literally he was like, he's been in business for about the same amount of time. I want to say like about a decade. And he's like, I feel like the people who actually make it in entrepreneurship, 99% of them is that they just kept hitting their head against the wall until the wall gave or their head gave. And it is just kind of this thing that I think so many people that what's advertised and what you see as like the strategy that worked was just that point that they broke through the wall. It's that point that they didn't allow, like, they were like, I'm not going to keep running around in circles. I'm going to do something, learn from it, pivot a little bit. I'm going to pick up a new tool to hit this wall. I'm going to hit it from a different angle. I'm going to hit it harder. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to be more consistent. Like there was always something that was slightly different that then the wall finally gave. And that's the post that they're talking about. It's not that the post made that much money. It's that the momentum behind it really did. So when we, we talk about money and things like that, charging four and five figures is something that anybody can do at any time. Um, and when we, we look at where the, the idea kind of comes where certain people can't charge that amount and stuff like that, again, those are all just beliefs. So when we talk about strategy, when you talk about the amount of money that you're charging, this, I think the, the more people charge, the more they perceive the specific entrepreneur to have more value or more knowledge, right? When I looked at some of these programs, I'm at a point in my business where I look for specific things. I'm no longer looking for just general business of like clarity within my business and things like that. I'm actually looking for um, whether that be more like deep, like I need a website where I'm currently like rebranding and, and doing all that, like, and looking for somebody specifically for copywriting and like writing the sales copy and all, like I'm going to hire people for those things. And some of that value drastically increases, but in the long run, when I look at like what I need, I am willing to pay what I feel like they can give me in value. And that doesn't always mean that they have you know, X amount more certifications that they are necessarily more qualified than the other person who's charging less. So when I look at numbers, I look at, do you actually have what I need for my business? Am I going to get out of it? What I, I need not just what you're selling, like, does this actually provide value? And so some of that, I think, is, is this perception that just because numbers are higher, you're going to get a better result. Numbers are higher because they have more experience. Numbers are higher because something they've got the special sauce. And it's like, nobody fucking has a special sauce. Y'all have sauce. The end. Every, I want different sauces all the time. I don't always want ketchup. Sometimes I want ranch. You know, I'm not a big uh, relish person, but like my homemade relish is like, Literally everybody who says they don't like relish, come to my house. I will make you my relish. It is bomb. Um, but that's understanding that like, again, you know, that, that what do you need? And then paying the person based on actually what you value from them, 
not because they charge more. You know what I mean? And even as Shalene pauses while I shove quesadilla in my mouth and half of my mouth is numb. So it's going to be interesting, but I will go anyway. Um, I think that that's, (laughs) that's such an epic point to realize that just because someone's selling something specific or in general, you, and it sounds great. You still have to internalize. Is this valuable to me right now where I am? Is this something I need? And I've made mistakes where I've hired out. And I've taken everybody's recommendations and I was in a mastermind, news copywriters and email writers and all of these people. And it just wasn't what I needed. And so I spent, who knows, $7,000, $9,000 on getting this copy together. And it was just not what I needed, Mm. right? I was like, oh, wait, I don't really leverage my emails as that selling point. I use my emails currently in that time for more as nurturing. Right. My sales, if I looked objectively at things, it was coming from Instagram. It was coming from my masterclasses. It was coming from my podcast, all of these places. So why would I funnel money into a place where I currently don't use it to sell? I currently use it to nurture. Right. And so it's like, just because the sauce is good doesn't mean you want it on your meal. True. Just because ketchup tastes good doesn't mean I want it on my brownie. Like, no, thank you. (laughs) Yuck. Guys, if you have not listened to our other podcast, we have really great analogies for everything. Just so you know. Yeah, if you listen to nothing else, just laugh at us with us. <laughs> but I think it's really important for the entrepreneur to really figure out how much am I going to get from this person, right? And do they have a, a technique? Do they have a skill? Do they have a mind? Do they have an energy? Do they have a way of being that I'm craving in my life, right? Because when we hire a mentor, essentially we're taking aspects of them, whether it's part of their knowledge, part of their energy, whatever it is, and we're internalizing and we're making it our own, right? And that's really important. And that's important for you to understand as to what you are providing for other people, right? So let's say you're a health coach. I get this question all the time. Well, how do I charge more than just a few hundred dollars a month or maybe up to a thousand dollars, which is like quote unquote high level for the health coaching industry, how do I charge more than that? Or how, or how do I charge that? Right. When people just can lose weight with Weight Watchers. And the thing is, is that you are not Weight Watchers. You are providing a container for somebody that allows them to process their thoughts, process their feelings, come to you when shit gets hard. You're actually giving them knowledge about what food is, how it's metabolized by the body, how it works in their body, what they're feeling, why they're feeling it, right? And if you don't do all of these things, you do some of these things, right? You don't have to do all of these things. Um, you're helping them look at their feelings and why they're stress eating and stuff like that. Whereas Weight Watchers, sure, you can lose weight, but the weight loss is not what they are paying for. Right. Your energy versus Weight Watchers energy is what they are paying for. And well, if you're a Weight most- Watchers... Mm-hmm. Go on. Sorry. Most people, when they get to the point of actually hiring an individualized something or other, whether that be a personal trainer, a dietitian, whatever, have already done Weight, weight Watchers mm-hmm. probably multiple times. Yeah. So when you probably. Think about it, yeah. Yeah, like, and that's the thing is when you think about it like that, if they wanted to do something like that, they would just do it. They would not be mm-hmm. inquiring. They're already interested in working with you because they like aspects of you. If you can see, if they can see parts of themselves in you, it's almost like this mirror, right? You as the service provider are reflecting parts of themselves that they really want to allow to come out. Yes. And so why, why wouldn't you charge more? You are literally allowing being this mirror for them to see the best parts of themselves that they know is somewhere in there, but they just can't see it yet. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Plus, if you've ever actually been to a Weight Watchers meeting, it's quite not helpful to anybody. (laughs) I'm sure there's people out there who it has been helpful to, but I've gone to a bunch of them and I've been with people, clients, things like that who have brought me or have been in ex- or have had experiences with it. And it's just very different than the coaching container and the experience that you're going to provide is helping the actual human versus here's like disgusting ass food and pretend like this is actual carrot cake and this actually doesn't taste like carrot cake and it's awful and it's 90 calories and I'll just eat 17 of them instead of just the real carrot cake, right? Fine. Side note, <laughs> clearly I have thoughts on Weight Watchers. But you're not doing that. You're not, (laughs) you're not providing them just like a piece of paper and saying, here you go, right? You are helping the actual human. And so when we talk about cultivating containers that help you really get a client, a transformation, help guide them through a transformation, it's not just about the knowledge you give them about how many calories are, are in a gram of carbohydrates and how many you know, what percentage of their macros they should eat or whatever method methodology you use. It's actually holding space for what they are going through at that time, which is like 1% the amount of food that they put in their mouth and like 99% their experience as a human. So once you can gather that 99% and create a container for that 99% of humanness, then the 1% comes really easy. The follow through with the strategy becomes really easy. And if this is something that you want to cultivate for your clients, want to understand the mindset and the strategy behind cultivating a program that really guides someone through a transformation and holds space for their transformation deeper than just the strategy or like while you're in session with them, if you do like a session-based business, um, then definitely come to our masterclass because that is going to be a massive topic that we are doing. Yeah. Well, and really like, so before this, we were kind of taking notes on specific strategy things we wanted to talk about. And like Johnny's talking about the the being the 99% is the hardest part. When you think about it, most people, it's like, they're like, I have no willpower. I have, you know, I, I binge eat, I, you know, all of these things. And so when you talk about strategy within business, you are always playing the long game. So this is something that we'll again, go over in way more detail in the masterclass, but you're creating this container that allows them to move with you and continue with you even after their sessions over to continue to transform and evolve. So again, whether you be a a health coach, dietitian, a healer, um, any of those types of things, like what you're doing is not just in the session. This is taking things way beyond that. So when you look at how am I constructing my business, how am I constructing my, you know, sales calls? And we kind of talked about this as well. Like by the time our clients get to the point of, we are, we have an offering. So whether that be a, a group program, you have one-on-one, you sell by the session, um, maybe you do retreats or something like that. They're already a fuck yes. You have already, again, this is a long game. So you're already talking to all of these points that they are struggling with and that you already know about, you have this connection, whether that be through DMs or whether that be through that they've booked one or two sessions. And you're like, you know what? I think you would actually get so much more value and such a deeper transformation if you actually experience this within my six month container or my program. Container is just a word that also means program or course if you're not familiar with that. I remember the Um, first time I heard container, I was like, what is such a thing? I'm not what are you putting me in? Is this like a Harry Potter closet? Like what kind of container are we talking Tupperware? Like, 
Yeah, I would pay a lot of money to go into Harry Potter closet. Holy fuck. Same. I would too. I was like, listen, I, I got me a wand. I am ready. I have watched everything. I've watched all the movies like a million times or all the books. But, yeah. um, but really it's like learning that by the time you get to that point, if you're always playing the long game, you're creating connections consistently. Okay. So again, this wasn't the one post, right? This was that they had made connections over a year, two years, three years, five years. When I first invested actually in the program that, that Johnny and I met in, I had been considering the program since it launched like two and a half years prior. I had literally put it in my cart. I had, I think I had even booked a sales call, honestly, at one point I was like, canceled it. Like, never mind. I, I'm, I can't remember, but I know there was at least two times, which I almost signed up and I didn't. And, but the thing is what happened is over that time, what builds is this trust. Every time she was speaking, it was speaking to things that I knew that I needed help with, but I was trying to navigate it through, oh, she offered this free thing. This person offered this. I'm going to sign up for that emails. I'm going to do like, I was trying to implement all of these other things from all of these other people. And still over time was proving to me that even though I was implementing these things, it was still not getting me the growth that I wanted. It was still not getting me the clarity that I wanted. Mm -hmm. Still, you know, and so when you look at that, and so I'm a, like, I can't remember what it's called, the the test that you can take to find out what kind of buyer you are. Um, There's a certain, it's like direct something, something. Anyways, I'm a, like a, a very long-term buyer. I have looked at things. I really need to feel ready. And Mm -hmm. that for me takes time. There are people that are very impulsive. I don't have a tendency to be very impulsive that way. Um, I'm generally quite impulsive, such as like, I literally went into an apartment complex yesterday, stalked the crap out of it for like four hours and just like scoped everything out and looked to see like if there were bugs, spiders, all these things. Because in Texas, we have some weird ass shit, honestly. Weird bugs. Don't come to Texas if you don't like bugs. (laughs) Noted. And yeah. And after like four or five hours of being, I'm like, okay, cool. We're going to do this. I'm going to do this. Right. But then in terms of paying $6,000 for the program that Shalene and I met in, again, I was with her. I looked at the first one. I was like, I'm not ready. I wish I would have forced myself to do I it know. because I would be a millionaire by now. Would I, be, know. I would have multiple millions of dollars in the bank right now, but it's fine. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's fine. But (laughs) it happened at the most perfect time, as much as I don't want to say that, but I had to actually be ready, right? Because that was an amount of money that I just didn't have. And so when we're talking about thousands of dollars, which that program was a lot of thousands of dollars for only three months, right? First thing coming out of the bat, fucking running hot. I don't know what that means, but running hot, giving you $6,000, like it it changed my life. And if she had just lowered it, she would have made way less money off of me if she had charged a thousand dollars. Right. And so she didn't have to change anything. I had to do the work for myself. It had nothing to do with her price. It had everything to do with me flailing like a fish for two and a half years, wishing that I could be like that, but saying, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And I wasn't ready. So when clients come to you, like this whole objection handling bullshit thing, like when clients come to you and say, they're not ready, they are probably actually like struggling with being ready. And that's that's okay. And that's the thing is it's not just financially. No, not at all. Like when I finally signed up, you guys, here's why I always say like it, I had like that program was meant for me. You guys, I could not afford it. I did not have the money. I already had 
thousands of dollars in credit card debt. And I was like, you know what? I feel like now this is for me. I was like, I had honestly had terrible credit, not terrible credit, but like not good credit. It was eh. And I was like, but they were not lending. To, like I had even stopped getting offers. They're like, bitch, no, you don't need no more credit cards. Well, a credit card offer came in the mail and I was like, I'm just going to go for it. Do you know I got approved for $6,000? I shit you not the exact amount of the program. And so, but prior to that, honestly, I had done other things that I had paid that much for. I got my boobs done, other things like that. And I'm like, I had, I could always find the money, but I was not ready. I didn't have the money, but I was not, not emotionally, energetically ready for it. Yeah. And understanding that when people say that to you, it's not about you. Nope. It's not about your sales process. It's not about your offer. Stop taking things so personal. Yeah. It's not about you. That Give person- that person space. Yes. If the person who we bought from had hounded Shalane and I, it would have pushed us further and further away because we would have felt our own triggers of feeling guilty and shameful for not doing the thing that we actually wanted to do that we knew we weren't ready to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you have somebody tell you no, like I, there's different ways. And like, we can definitely talk about this on the masterclass, come to question, come with questions and all that stuff will be there to answer them. But you can give that person space. And when you give that person space and then they see the right program for them and they feel ready, they sign Yeah, and they sign for a lot of money. The first per- business coaching program that we did, I ended up going from nothing and following her for like seven years to paying her like almost $50,000 after I first signed with her. Right. So it, so play the long game in the term, in terms of like, stop making that person who said no right now mean that it's going to be a no forever and stop trying to push them and pressure them when they're ready, they're going to come and they're going to come at the most perfect time and open up your energy to more people coming in. Right. I, I just onboarded a few new clients in my beginners program. And one of them has been a lead of mine for a year a year. And of course I wanted her to sign up a year ago. Of course I wanted her to sign up halfway throughout the year. We had a sales call. We talked about prices. She said, sure. Sent her the stuff. She never paid it. And she's like, I don't know. Things are just crazy. And things ended up getting crazy for her. Like literally crazy in terms of what she was pivoting into. And she's like, Hey, now I'm ready. And now it turned into from a $2,000 sale to now almost a $10,000 sale because now she's actually ready. She's like, Hey, this is the most I've ever invested, but it feels so right. And so good. And I'm so like, not scared. I feel like, yes. Right. Right. And in the first, in the first few encounters, she would have said no, her energy would have said no and flipping out. Right. So give yourself the space to acknowledge other people's processes. Right. And understand that the right clients always come. But if we continue just to focus on the clients who said no, right? I'm not ready. I want to go back to Weight Watchers, which I've had that happen plenty of times. And we start like, oh, well, they're just going to keep going on Weight Watchers. Screw them. And we start like talking negatively about things that doesn't help us. And that doesn't help them. And it doesn't help our energy. It doesn't help what we're manifesting. It's really just kind of an asshole move. And it's us being triggered by having a no. (laughs) Well, that's the thing is that that you're making the sale to help somebody else about you. The Mm -hmm. whole point of getting into business especially in, in kind of a lot of the, the, the people that we have in our circles is usually a service. We don't have a, not that they're not, not that we don't have product-based businesses. Um, we do, but a lot of times they are still in service in some way. You know what I mean? Even a product is usually to help somebody with something, 
whether that be to just feel something. I want to feel pretty. So I put on this, you know, this mala or this, this bracelet, whatever it is. But it's like, when you make that sale only about you, you're doomed from the beginning because that business will never be about, you will never serve that client. And they can feel that because all you're wanting is that sale for them. You're, you're only wanting the money. Yep. And when you look at the grand scheme of, I want 10 people in my program who are ready for this transformation. They are ready to do these things. They feel so committed to themselves and their transformation. And you start to call those people in, you only attract more of that because again, you're not making it about you. The mm-hmm. sale, the, the no, the I can't means nothing, means nothing. Like they'll still be there. They'll still be watching your shit and look at what Johnny was just talking about. Like an entire year later, I am ready. But because you didn't make them feel bad about saying no and about trying to listen to themselves and what their body was saying, they mm-hmm. actually feel more safe, more comfortable. They trust you more. It's actually a really great long-term plan of, I want to create community and impact. Mm-hmm. You do that through allowing people to go through their process in the time that they need. Yeah. And when you give that person space, they're still watching you. And when you were, I was still friendly. I'm friendly with every single person who's ever said no to me. Like, I still care about you. I tell them you're going to succeed regardless of if you ever work with me, all the things that I believe to be true. And um, she just, when they say like, I know that you're the right coach or like they message you like, Hey, I know I'm going to work with you in the future. Just right now I'm doing this beautiful. I'm so happy for you. I love to hear how it's going, right? And when we allow ourselves this process of, we have our process, they have their process, it's independent of each other, then we will meet up and our paths will cross when they're ready. Like even Shalane and I had talked about collabing for a long time. I was like, Shalane, something's coming up. I don't know what it is. And she's like, yeah, it'll come. And then like one day I was like, Shalane, we're going to do this masterclass. She's like, okay. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. And honestly, up until when I think about it, so Another, I I like to share these because this just goes to show it is not about having the right strategy, doing the right thing. It is a combination of all of these things. It is, you know, your energy, it is your mindset, and it is putting things into action. When I made a very, the largest business investment that I've ever made, uh, the beginning of March, uh, mid-March, something like that. Anyways, whenever that was. Literally the next day, this is when Johnny sends me this message. Hey, I have this idea for us to work together. What do you think about doing this masterclass? I think you and I would work really, you know, what, this is kind of what I'm wanting to teach on. I feel like we both bring different ideas, but also ideas that really support one another. We work well together. We work differently, but in a way that's very cohesive. Um, What are your thoughts on this? Hey, I have this project. And literally we were like, yes. And so that's how we ended up, but that, that's just goes to show you, um, if you've never heard the saying, this is like one of my favorites, like when the student is ready, the teacher arrives, like I, until you're ready for that experience, it typically is not presented in such a way that makes you feel like a fuck yes, to be honest. So when you get on the sales call and they say no, or like you're offering it to them in the DMs and they're like, I just have a lot of stuff going on. Totally understandable. Like. I would love to have you in there. I think you would be a great addition. Um, but I want you to see you succeed no matter what. I just thought of you, right? When this, you know, and, and that's the thing is when, if you're cultivating enough relationships, when 
something that you feel like is going to be so good for somebody because you know them, you actually know who they are. You can literally reach out to them and be like, hey, this actually, I know we've had this conversation. This is why I thought of you. I just want to make sure, and doesn't it feel good to be invited as opposed to pressured for a sale? Invited feels really fucking good when somebody's thought of you because of the history that you have. Mm-hmm. Not, not just kind of like, hey, I'm trying to meet my, my quota of sales calls because a certain percentage there is like a conversion rate. Yeah. You know, or even like for free stuff, I have been taught in the past to just go through everybody and their mother that I've ever known on everything and just invite them to free stuff. And none of those people bought, (laughs) I can tell you that much. (laughs) None of those people bought and it's very evident as to why I was doing it. And I got more no's than yeses. Right. So it's like, you can choose whatever strategy you want to sell, but it has to come from that service energy right? And the energy of like, I'm here. This is what I have. I am motherfucking epic. My program is epic. I'm here to connect. And when my program and our connection cross paths, you will invest whatever amount it is because it's going to be perfect for you. The only reason people don't invest is because it's actually not perfect for them. And we cannot force it to be perfect for them, right? So the fuck yes comes way before the sales call or way before the DM. It comes from when they see you and they connect with you and they're like, oh shit, I'm so excited to work with this human. When she has something ready, like my energy has already said yes. When she has something at the time and the place and like the actual, you know, deliverables that I want, I'm going to feel it. And whether or not that person knows they're listening to their intuition or not, like they actually are. Right. Right. It's when you go against it and when you force yourself to say yes to something that everything in your being is telling you no to that's when something ends up iffy and off and you don't want clients who keep telling themselves, I should have fucking said no. I should have yeah. said no. I should have said no. Ah. Well, and this brings us to like another point that we wanted to talk about is being willing to walk away from money, being willing to leave money on the fucking table. I actually think I did a whole podcast about this because, because of this. So it, go back and scroll it somewhere in there. If you're listening to the eat, Price like podcast, but because what you don't understand is that when people show up, when people are like interested and you've made these conversations, you're like, Hey, yeah, let's get on a call. Let's talk about it. See if you're a good fit. Um, if people are telling you that they're not ready. So say, so I have, um, three main programs that I offer. Like I have a group course, a one-on-one, and then I have a do it yourself course. And if I'm on a a call for a one-on-one program, well, that in, in my repertoire of, of programs is for somebody who's actually already in business for a little bit. They've had some traction, like they already have some things going on. They've already made some sales. Well, if that call, that person says, well, I'm just starting my business. I don't really have anything in place. They're not a good fit for that. So being okay with like saying, hey, I don't think this is a good fit for you. You may be a better fit for my group coaching program, because this is actually more for beginners. This is for people who are the first year in business. This is for people to lay some better foundations. This is for people just starting like their healing journey or something like that. Where is it? So it wouldn't make sense for them to be in that. And then if they were like, you know what? I, I'm not sure. And I'm like, well, it doesn't start for a while. So think about like, be willing to get off the fucking call and say, it's okay that they said no. And they may, they may say no to that group program, even when it launches, but they continue to watch. They continue to send messages. I'm really interested. I just can't right now. 
totally understandable. Like it is literally no pressure. Like this program is like my signature program. So I I'll keep you on the list. And if, and when it opens up again, you'll be, you'll get first call because you're on the wait list. Okay, great. They feel like I took care of them rather than I pressured them. And so be like, it just makes so much more sense for long-term. Yeah. And when you're selling these high ticket programs, I'll give the example of me walking into the Louis Vuitton store and I went there to celebrate 2020 in business. And I went in and I was like looking for this one specific bag. They didn't have the bag. It was like after COVID or mid COVID. We're still in COVID. I don't really know. Texas kind of, we are not in COVID right now, but moving on. Um, (laughs) Anyway, um, And I went and I was looking at all the bags and I'm just like, I don't want that one. I don't want that one. I don't want that one. The guy was just standing there. I'm like, Hey, can I look at that one? 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 Just not even saying anything. And then I saw this ring, even though I went in for a bag and I was like, (laughs) I hate when that happens, but I actually really love it. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, can I see that ring? And I'd never bought myself any piece of jewelry that was actually expensive. I'm all for like bags and stuff like that, but this is probably one of the more expensive like items that I had bought for myself. And I was like, oh, it's a lot of money to spend on a ring. So I put it back. And of course, like it doesn't have any like massive diamonds in it or anything like that. Like I could get my energy behind that, but it just says it's Louis Vuitton and it's really pretty, but that's it. And he like was just like, listen, you saw that ring. And that is the only thing where I actually saw your interest. Like, it doesn't seem like you're actually interested in any of these other bags. And I was like, I know. Sorry, there's like a truck backing up into my thing over here. But anyway, outside of my window. So if you hear that, that's why. Um, But yeah, I was like, oh, I know the ring is the thing. But like, that's a lot of money for a ring. But I know I wanted to treat myself or something. I know I want blah, 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 blah. Right. So it was like, because he didn't pressure me and he just saw my reaction. It was like, hey, I saw you light up for this piece of thing. Mm-hmm. Is this something that you want? Because honestly, like, I wouldn't even like recommend anything else. Like you just seem like, no, 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 you know? And so it's like that yes happened for me. And then as a salesperson, he's like, yo, that yes happened for you. And yeah. it was just very chill. Right. And so it allowed me to spend way more money than I was going to anyway, because I bought a more expensive item for myself because I felt really like, fuck yes with it. And there was no pressure. Right. Well, and when you think about it, when you think about luxury brands, and I think this is a turnoff for a lot of people because they're like, they didn't pay attention to me. What's interesting is a lot of luxury brands don't follow you around like that and constantly ask you if you're okay. Because they know the people that are ready to spend, spend. And so when you think about this, even in the perceived, when we talked about the kind of in the beginning, the perceived amount of things, when your prices are higher, you know the people that are ready to spend will spend. And you no longer are doing the constant callbacks, the constant like follow-up call, the constant like all that stuff that people will teach you because that is buh fucking nanas. Who has time for all those calls? I was like, listen. (laughs) There's this version of business coaching that people teach, which is fine. It works with people. Great. It would make me want to kill myself. Oh, that's harsh. Sorry. Shouldn't have said that. But like literally not a Wow. I mean, it would, it would make me not have a business. How about that? And that makes me very sad, but moving on. Um, but where it's like, you find somebody in the DMS, you like talk to them really quickly. And then you're like, Hey, I could help you with this. Let's get on a call. You get them on a call or you have a team member, get them on a call or a closer, get on a call, whatever a closer means. I don't know. And then they try and sell them on the call. 
and you go through, you know, hundreds of fucking calls each week, and then your closing rate is X amount. So you aim for that percentage like ratio continuously. And so all you're doing is getting people on calls, not giving a fuck about the relationship, not calling people in, literally chasing people, hoping that people say yes. If they say no, they're going to ghost you forever. So now you've just lost that sale. They don't have anything good to say about you. They're not going to recommend anybody. And you're not even sure if they're a good fit because you literally talk to them for 22 minutes on one call. Like that sounds awful to me. If that works for you, beautiful, but it's so not necessary. And that's like an MLM type mentality but a lot of people teach it and that's well, fine I think because when people see the statistics and they're like okay inevitably I can't remember what the percentage is it's like a like a three percent or something like that yeah. so if you have 10 calls inevitably three percent of them will say yes or feel pressured or will feel right or whatever so if your program though fits 10 people and you want it full that's over 30 calls at like 30 minutes. Which mine are like 90 minutes because I actually want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing is I would much rather raise my prices. I would rather the program be two, three, four, five, ten thousand dollars $10,000. I would rather it be high ticket. Mm-hmm. Know that the three people that sign up, the five people that sign up, maybe it is a lower number, but they are all a fuck yes. And I yeah. know that because I spent the year talking to them or the three months or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I spent then the hour sitting with them, but I only had to do three hours. Yeah. And so when you think about it in that way, that's only six of the, the potential clients you would have had to do had you done it in the numbers game. If mm-hmm. you play strategy in such a way that you actually allow your energy to speak for you and feeling you don't have the scarcity energy you don't have the lack energy you don't have the like if you don't sign up with me then you're screwed energy you're going to attract people that are already a fuck yes so then you can spend way less time pre-qualifying doing all that type of stuff because they're already a yes you don't have to have all these like tactics you know what there's I mean? no tactics there's like a I have this thing, we like each other or we don't like each other and we know we want to work together. Maybe we just like each other, don't want to work together and we move on with our life. Right. And there's a trusting, there's a knowing, there's a like relaxation. So when we talk about business getting to be easier, I think this is one of the biggest things that shifted for me, like, I don't know, whatever, a year and a half ago back or something like that when I st- stopped looking for the tactics and I just started looking for humans. <laughs> yeah. You reckon for- Sorry, yeah. that that like every behind every sale is a human. Yeah. Like that the money comes from a specific energetic field and they are transferring that to you. And when you think of it that way, as opposed to just cash in your bank, it's like that $5,000 is Tracy. That $5,000 is, you know, Vanessa, that $5,000, those are people and that's their energy that they're investing in. you. A hundred percent. Yeah. And again, that's when the fuck yes clients come. I'll give you one more example of like a higher ticket thing. So I've had a lot of cars in my lifetime. I mean, not like a ton, but like a good like six maybe. Um, and I've had everything from like a 1996 Nissan Sentra as my first car. That was like $2,000 that cost my family that the air conditioning didn't work up until I drive a BMW X3M currently. And the experience on the in-between of going to Volkswagen, of going to Ford, of going to Nissan, all the things was just not comparable to BMW. Like BMW was just in like a, hey, drive my car. If you like the car, 
let's see what features you really like and then let's pick some other cars from there right and if you like the car you can buy it it was not like a shadiness around it it wasn't like a oh you know we can give you this deal for this it was just like a here's the price here's the different cars you liked do you want any of this (laughs) it was just very easy and it was like I had a lower ticket car and then a higher ticket car and I was like you know what I kind of, he just gave me space to think, gave me space to decide. And like, I wasn't even going for a BMW. I wanted a different car, but it was the only one that was open that day. And again, I like kind of buy quickly. And I was just like, yeah, let's do this. I absolutely love this car. Let's do it. Right. They had in the color I wanted. Beautiful. And it was just like, uh, give this person space. The product's going to sell itself. BMW energy is going to sell it. I'm going to cultivate a container for you to have an epic experience here over the next like seven hours because car dealers are like seven hours, right? Always. <laughs> 10 hours, 12 hours. and like, what the hell happened? Right. Three days. Literally. literally. And you get to test drive. You get to see, you get to experience BMW. It's a, he's like, it's an experience driving. If you like this experience, you're going to go for it. If you don't, you don't like, it's not that big of a deal. It wasn't anything like people were hounding you and pressuring you. Right. It was just a, a like, do you want this? Right. Right? And so when you can call it invitation, and it, yes. again, an invitation, it is not a push. It's not a, I'm doing air quotes, a sale. Yeah. It's just an invitation. I have this thing. I invite these people who are also in my energy space. That is it. Right. Right. And so I do have to go on to another call, but if you guys want more of us like debunking crappy tactics that just drain our energy and don't help us attract anything and make us feel desperate and chasey and not secure with their prices and everything else. Um, And you want more strategies that feel really good, more strategies that help you shift your mindset, your energy, your actions around sales in general, so that you can charge higher ticket and know that the clients are coming and know that always the right clients are coming and not feel desperate, then definitely DM us on Instagram um, and give us your email and we will sign you up. It's going to be Thursday, 2 p.m. PST, Pacific Standard Time. Um, and we're going to have a 60 to 90 minute masterclass all on that. And for coming, you guys actually get a, an insane deal on our newest product, um, our newest mini mind, we are calling it the Ascension mini mind, which will give you guys more information, but no pressure. If you guys like the energy and you need it beautiful and you want it beautiful, if not, the masterclass itself is going to be fucking epic. We already have like close to 20 people signed up. It's been like a week that we've been launching it. So Literally, it's going to be epic. I'm super excited to have you guys there. Let us know if you have any questions and we will talk to you guys later. Love you all. Cheers. Bye.